Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All right. Welcome back again to the Bachelor Podcast. Uh, this is a big one. Season 25 of The Bachelor. That's right. Katie Waite joins us as always. Katie, hello. Hello. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Are you excited about The Bachelor? I am. I, and, I had uh, hope, and he met my expectations last night. Yeah, I've yet to talk to anybody. This feels really he weird. Did. Not the girls. Well, yeah, of course. Let's. We're just talking about Matt. I've yet to talk to anyone that had sort of anything bad to say about him. And when do we ever, you know, in this world of, you know, everyone has to hate something? Do you have this sort of just across the board praise for the lead of one of these shows? Even social media, everyone was. I really don't think I stumbled across one negative, which... I mean, this is the internet. We're supposed to be negative. Maybe it was everyone's resolution to not hate (laughs) people. And, you know, they made them these people go to Pennsylvania, and I'm thinking, oh, God, what could there possibly be in Pennsylvania? And then they show up to this place that makes the resort they stayed on in Palm Springs look like a Motel 6. I mean, this place is incredible. For being in Pennsylvania, no offense. Um, This place is pretty, pretty nice. And I thank God, honestly, that it wasn't in the same resort because I don't think I could do those dates in that same resort. (laughs) Like, I think we all have some good and bad memories from that resort. I'm sure the Chateau has plenty of nice conference rooms, too. So they'll they'll find plenty of places to do these dates. Oh, yes. I mean, Um, I feel like that driveway and walkway entrance alone like was so much better than yet that entire like into resort yeah it just seemed seemed and not just because it was so it it sounds weird but it just seemed everything seemed bigger about it the season seems bigger like it's just this this grand opening and even him you know when we're introduced to matt because yeah sure if you follow the quarantine crew you know who matt james is but i think Mm -hmm. the the normal bachelor bachelorette viewer has no idea who he is and yeah, I actually, I actually forgot that he wasn't like I. I had been following during quarantine his whole quarantine crew on TikTok, Instagram. Um, so I was, I felt already familiar with him and his crew. Um, but I totally forgot he wasn't even on a show before. Yeah, no, no Bachelorette, no Bachelor in Paradise. I mean, originally he was supposed to be one of Claire's men, and then the production pause happened, and they decided, well, let's just pull the trigger. I mean, they clearly put him on the cast in order to make him the Bachelor anyway, so, like, why not just skip the step and just just put him there? Yeah, 
And I, I honestly like that we, like the normal viewer, like doesn't have any idea who he is. Like, I think that's from going into Claire, knowing all of her, you know, her contestants and suitors. And um, it's nice to have an actual fresh face for the franchise and not like not someone, I don't want to say recycled because that <laughs> sounds bad, but that's really what we get every time is someone, you know, recycled because they already have a following. We already know who they are. Um, but I let, I mean, after, after the last season and after 2020, I feel like 2021 deserves Matt James. <laughs> Yeah, and the way they introduced him, I thought was really cool. They gave him sort of the intro that they do for the contestants, where it's yeah. you know a little peek into their lives and uh, just him talking straight to the camera about you know starting this experience and getting on the road and traveling to where this is happening. And yeah, instead of one of the contestants, had, it was I like that he had never done TV either. Mm -hmm. Like it's not like we, you know, he was on another show or something out of the franchise like he's never done any type of tv show and it honestly i could i understand why he was so nervous like you you have all these cameras on you all the time and you're dating all of these women and you're the first black bachelor and like talk about like no wonder why he's freaking out with stress like that's an incredibly stressful situation and like good for him for the, having this be his first introduction into. Yeah. And his story's great. I mean, to, to be raised by a single mother and he's coming from a mixed race household and, you mm -hmm. know, all, you know, everything he's had to deal with from that perspective alone. Um, and then to see his mother, like everything she did for him and his brother and um, it just, and then to see mom, you know, sort of on board, you know, she could see in him that he was all in. And so, you know, she just was like, well, I see you think you can work. So I'm going to think it can work, which yeah. is something, you know, anytime we see a parent or uh, usually it's on hometowns or whatever, but a parent with that sort of view is maybe, maybe she does, maybe she doesn't. But the fact that she thinks he thinks it's going to work is all that she needed to see. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I, I I hope he doesn't. I hope he doesn't blow it because I love him. Yeah, great, great start. And I think it just and they they went back to this a lot because it's a major part of the season. But him saying like this is the first time I'm going through it. This is the first time you're going through. It, you know, immediately they have something that they can all sort of bond over, as opposed to just being like, oh well, when when you were on Claire's season, it wasn't right that yeah. this happened. Like no, just like this is brand new for both of us. There is no jumping off point other than, okay, maybe you followed me on social media. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the whole other point that makes it so great too, is that you can't, he can't compare it to his first, first night of, you know, first impression and cocktail and meeting, meeting a suitor and starting to date, you know, this person, like it's literally brand new. Yeah, and so we get 32 women, which is a huge number. Oof. And I, it, I couldn't tell right before the intros because it seemed like Chris was, okay, we're going to go. And Matt's like, um, can I ask some questions first? <laughs> and it's not why you're so sure. How does this show work? <laughs> yeah. 
And so then they do the walk-in and what seemed very planned, but I, I couldn't tell if that was actually supposed to happen originally or if Matt really did spring that on him. Like, can we just take a time out and talk about how I'm what I'm supposed to do? Yeah, I couldn't tell either because it Chris Harrison looked a little like, oh, okay, sure, we can talk. Don't you um, want to meet the women? Like that. Um, so I, I would say that it's not, it wasn't planned, but I think it was a good conversation to have and see, like, I think that was the moment where we understood where all this stress and really anxiety is coming from um, being, being on this show, being the lead for the show. Yeah. And, you know, going back again to him being mixed races, he said, there are certain people who are just going to root for me for me but then there are going to be people who root for me to only be with pick someone of a certain race and vice versa. And he's like, I don't mm -hmm. want to piss off white people. I don't want to piss off black people. I'm both. Yeah. And like, that's something that, I mean, clearly I've never had to think about. And mm -hmm. so just for everybody, you know, the millions of people watching, I think it just gives a fresh, uh, fresh view of the sort of pressure that like, oh yeah, this is a fun show. It's it's an escape, whatever. But for someone like Matt, it's especially full of pressure. Yeah. Yeah, I think that was an important um, conversation to have and a, honestly a great way to start it off too. Yeah. And then it, you know, on to, <laughs> finally Chris is like, okay, it's time for you to be The Bachelor. Like, this is, <laughs> we're gonna have to yeah. start this now. And, yeah, we have 32 women to get to. <laughs> yeah, and clearly we're not gonna be able to cover 32 women, um, mainly because, I don't know, a third of them would probably, I mean, they really didn't even spend any time on them. They're just like, oh, this person, and this person showed up. Yeah, this, to, I mean, in my opinion, this was not a standout group of women. Um, and I hope a lot of them, we, we get deeper into their backstories and who they are and we, we like them um, because <laughs> a lot of the first impressions were very not memorable. Yeah. And on first, uh, first time through, it seems very top heavy, you know, cause there are like four or five women that I definitely remembered and thought, okay, you know, clear chemistry right off the bat. They seem like they're in the yeah. right headspace. And then we're cycling through all these other women. Like I couldn't tell you a thing about them. Yeah. I don't think I could, I think I could maybe pick out one or two people like at this point of who they are. <laughs> Well, so uh, just a couple that I picked up on just from their intros, um, you know, I thought uh, Sarah, who's the journalist who sort of stepped away from her job to, you know, to help care for her father. I thought that's something that especially with the work Matt does, um, mm -hmm. clearly someone who's worried about other people than themselves, which is clearly important to him. I thought that that was someone who, who stood out to me and she happened to be, um, you know, one of the first people out of the limo. Yes. Yeah. And I, she was, she was one of my, a very good, like first impression, um, with the, cause we did get, you know, a backstory on her a little bit, but, um, yeah, her and, and Abigail obviously was yeah. out from last night. Um, which also she, I believe I saw somewhere is the first hearing impaired contestant in the franchise, which 
we're getting somewhere. <laughs> we're getting somewhere with this franchise, slowly but surely. Um, but they definitely yeah. had a connection, obviously, jumping ahead um, for their time at the cocktail party. And I thought it was interesting that, so clearly they told him, hey, when after you meet each person, what happens is then you say a little something, which is very, it's just typical of what they do. So clearly mm -hmm. it's just, they tell them, okay, oh, wow, great eyes or clearly great energy, whatever. So when he started saying it, basically as soon as they're walking away, so everything that he says, the person <laughs> walking away here. So, you know, at one point he, um, he's like, oh, off to a great start with the first person. And like, she's five feet away. So yeah. she hears that. And, you know, with Chelsea and she's going to say this, he, he said the same thing. I, I think we were all thinking, um, she, she's the runway model. And he's like, oh, that dress. And she hears that. And so yeah. every single person that walks away, I don't think they're supposed to, usually it's like when they're about to enter the house. And yeah. Just I like didn't know the, if it was like an edited sort of thing. Um, but yeah, they were literally like arm's length. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Mari, who, um, he said, ever meet somebody and don't know what to say. I mean, she could have turned around and said, well, we can start over because yeah. I'm, I'm not yet three feet away. Sorry, from you. What did you say? <laughs> I heard you. Um, but, but Chelsea is one of the people that jumped out at me. I mean, how can you not? I mean, as soon as she stepped out with that dress, um, I know we were sitting on the couch and both of us were like, Whoa. Okay. That was, yeah, that was that was a good choice in dress. Yeah, like wear sure. that dress. Okay, because so so many times people uh, and we see a little bit later on when the gimmicks start to come out. Sometimes you don't need a gimmick when you when you can wear a dress like that. You don't need anything else. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes you don't need a throne walking in. <laughs> right, or or even someone like Kristen, who she's a lawyer, mm -hmm. and so clearly very bright and. They seem like they have chemistry, but then, you know, she leads off with the dad joke. You know, you're guilty of being totally fine. And like, honestly, like, I think every lawyer has used this line. <laughs> like, I I've, I've, have definitely heard it being used on an entrance night before. I think and, any, any lawyer uses, like, a little lawyer pun to say, oh, hey, guess what? I'm a lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> and in case you forgot, I am a yeah. lawyer. I mean, listen, if I went to school that long, I'm sure I'd want to tell everybody too. Yeah, that's true. Uh, I, I liked Kayla, who uh, is the healthcare advocate that showed up with the pickup truck. Mm -hmm. Wanted to remind him of home, which is North Carolina originally. Yes. And she drives stick, which is something I've never been able to do. So good for you. <laughs> I have. I have never attempted that either. So good for her. Yeah, well, I'd break it for sure. Um, not a big fan of the lady in the tramp angle that mm -hmm. Alana, who if I didn't have notes in front of me, would not know her name, Yeah, uh, decided to do the spaghetti lady in the tramp kiss. Could have done without that. Especially like you just met this person and there's a, still a pandemic going on. <laughs> I'd be like, back up. <laughs> Yeah, like I don't care how many COVID tests you had. Maybe, maybe skip the uh, eat yeah. the same spaghetti. Just saying. Um, well, and, and you can all we can also talk about the meatball. <laughs> yes. Uh, do you want to put put my balls in your mouth? Which, um, not something I was expecting to hear. Nope, me and, neither. 
did you notice the size of the ball? <laughs> I did. Oh my God. The ball he put in his mouth was like almost the size of a basketball. Not only that, but did you re really bring that in like in a purse? Like, yeah, like I hear you're just, no just a cold ball of meat. <laughs> Yum. <laughs> no, I hate that. Mm. Well, I hate Hungry. that so much. Um, you, you know, and I guess I, sh I, I got to call out all the dad jokes. And uh, MJ, who's one of the younger ones, she's 23. And she's the one that tried to open. She came up in the, 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 the pizza delivery and couldn't get the door open. And it's like, let's yeah. try it again. He's like, I know this is cheesy. I thought, that was, the pizza. I thought it was funny, though, that the door, she couldn't get the door unlocked. <laughs> Take two. <laughs> and All then right. she called herself out for it. Yes, of course. Which you have to. Um, and uh, I think... Um, Maybe your own namesake. Maybe you should take this one because. Yeah, no, that's okay. I think we can skip this one. <laughs> <laughs> so got a Katie, bad a bad look to Katie's all over. <laughs> Katie decides she um, was bringing a special friend with her. Yeah. And um, and it Matt, was a constant, honestly, like throughout the whole night. Like it was just always there. <laughs> yeah. So I would say. Uh, so she she brings a vibrator with her, and mm -hmm. I would say stars of the night it's Matt James, then mm -hmm. Abigail, then MJ the vibrator, MJ number two, MJ number two. Those those are the three stars yeah. for tonight's episode. Yeah, it just like it. I felt like it was in every scene, like just like strategically placed. And then all the way down at the bottom is. Queen Victoria. Ugh, no. So, she, like, you you should just you should have just known like her being carried in like that that it was going to be something. And I mean, we we saw it a lot in the previews about yeah. how she was playing this queen card hard, pretty much. Um, but like every time she was like Victoria, like the queen. Ugh, because there's only and one queen. Needed, like help, like remembering or pronunciating Victoria. Yeah, because there's only been one queen ever. <laughs> so it's not yeah, like the queen. queen Elizabeth. Who's that? I don't even know. It's Queen yeah. Victoria. And so what's worse about her? And I, there's a lot. But is it because we all know why she's there? And you could say that about a lot of these people on both sides, bachelor, bachelorette, obviously. A lot of them, mm -hmm. they're clearly just there so they can up their Instagram followers and that's fine. We, we're all in on the, the bit, like it's fine. Yep. But is it is it worse that it's so obvious with her or the way that she went out of her way to sort of talk down to every single person that she came in contact with? Yeah, it's definitely 50-50. <laughs> because you can do what she's doing. And again, mm -hmm. we're all in on it, it's fine. That's why we're here. Yeah. But you don't have to be a total jack to everybody that you're talking to. Yeah. Just and yeah, just talking down and basically harassing them like to go just not even do anything but to go get time with them and to talk to them and like that's none of your business. Yeah. And the the scary part about it is she didn't 
she wasn't always wrong. You know, when she said, like, people are saying, oh, I hope I get time. She said, well, go get time. She's yeah. right. But it's how you package it. Like, for you to be like, well, then market yourself to Matt. What are you yeah. doing sitting there? Like, don't badger people. But, I mean, it's just sad that she did actually have a point where it's like. She did have a point, And I, like, wish she didn't. But she did. But it's all for none of her business. So, you know, like, and why do you care? Like, if someone goes and talks to them and hits it off then you could easily, I mean, we knew she wasn't going home. Of course. Um, Cause we need her around for a while, but like they, that could have pushed you out essentially. Totally. So push people to go talk to them. <laughs> and even like other, again, most of her I could do without, but her going back for a second time like that, it doesn't bother me. You know, it's yeah, one no, thing if she kept do that. <laughs> yeah. If you want to be aggressive like that, that's fine. But then don't come back and just talk down to the other women. That's that was my biggest issue. Like, yeah, we're all here. It's we a all know what's situation. totally. We all know. We all get it. Like, fine. You're like Bennett. You're here because you're the Harvard guy. Yeah, we're fine with that. But it doesn't mean you need to take it to the next level. Victoria, we know you're here to get to two hundred fifty thousand Instagram followers. Fine, mm -hmm. but that doesn't mean you have to treat everyone like garbage. Exactly. That's not going to make you. That's not going to get you too far. Right. And especially across so, that line. So when, you know, they get to this cocktail party and I mean, certainly since I've been watching, I don't remember seeing this. I mean, instead of doing your typical, you know, like here's to a journey of love, like Matt says a prayer. I know. Like, and it caused like, some tears. Like just in every way, he seems to be not just different, but I think perfect for what we're all need in this situation. And I, you know, I'm not a, a, an overly religious person. I mean, I went to 12 years of Catholic school, but I wasn't sitting there being like, oh, wow, this connects with me because I'm not yeah. overly religious. But I just, I thought he's being so genuine and just, this is who I am. And just because it's, you're supposed to do a normal cheers and let's party or whatever. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. And he was making it his own. Like, he he was owning he knows this is important to him and he probably figured if someone had a problem with a, starting with a prayer then at least weed him out now <laughs> right well and even it, you know that's one of the things that we talked about with Haitia is if religion was so important to her maybe make it a little clearer early on so that you're not sending someone home you know the final couple weeks because of it yeah. and you know clearly it's important for Matt so if it's not important to you or, or if you can't make it important to you, then maybe this isn't going to be for you. And I think that's important to get out in front. Whatever is most important to you should be a number one. Yeah. Whether it's like, I want a bunch of kids right away. Okay. Let's put that in the front. Yeah. You know, like Claire, who's no, like, I don't let's have kids 10 kids. All. Okay. Well, yeah. Then. Like those are, those are things that need to be brought up. I think before like, Oh, maybe the cameras are away in fantasy. Suites. Yeah. yeah. And maybe week two. Yeah, exactly. And so he, he even then is getting serious and starting to talk about his family. And he's like, I'm sorry, I saw the vibrator and just totally lost my train of thought. <laughs> because yeah, again, so it's, he, he started with a prayer, but also like snuck in a joke there too. So, um, I mean, how often do you pray with a vibrator three feet away? I mean, yeah. probably not often. <laughs> um, and then you have what is really a typical cocktail party. Um, I thought yeah, it was interesting. Crazy, really. We had some. Uh, we're playing some chess, and I couldn't tell you with who because, as always, they stopped putting. P. 
Oh, is that who I was? Okay, because they stopped putting names up again way too early, and I think it's just to sort of make us rack Honestly, our brains like, Until episode five, like, we need straight names totally. all constantly. And it's interesting that ever since Queen's Gambit came out on Netflix, like, everyone thinks that they're a chess player. Like, yes. like I watched well, that. I thought it was funny that, like, she, she made that she had this, I don't want to say gesture because it was probably producers, but... Um, and he was like, oh, I was in chess club. And she was like, oh, well, I actually don't really know how to play. And he's like, well, me neither, really. Yeah, so she and makes like, the first move. Then funny, he... But uh, they were just like standing there, like not really knowing. Yeah, because he, he moves a piece and she's like, wait, does that do that? And he's like, no. And I mean, I watched that, that show in like three days and I couldn't tell you a single thing about chess. I've tried to learn chess three times and I know nothing. I'm, I'm gonna I tried to chess. learn a long time ago, but I... I will never learn. No, I'm just not smart enough. It's pretty simple. Um, and I thought, again, we'll go back to the third biggest star, which is the vibrator. You know, you, you get into these, uh, he's getting into this very serious conversation and it's like tap, tap, tap with a vibrator. Oh, let's, can uh, we not? I mean, yeah. it's one thing to have it as a prop of TV. Should you be touching other people with it? Yeah. Well, not only that, but yeah, but like we, that was fine. Like, I mean, it was never fine, honestly, <laughs> at, at all. But I understand you needed, you know, an entrance and something to, something to do to stand out. But that's where it should have been left. Like, yeah, and even she, she says like, "Oh, it's been cleaned, so that makes it okay." <laughs> the fact that you're confirming matter. that it's that it's been used probably shouldn't be touching <laughs> other people. <laughs> oh, I hated it. <laughs> uh, but let's let's focus on the positive, which uh, is yes, it's not related to MJ number one uh, or number number two rather, and that's Abigail. You know, we talked a little about about her before. Um, you know, just like Matt is, you know, through the first two hours was a breath of fresh air. I, mm -hmm. I just I can't say enough positive things about. Abigail and, and both her produced piece at the beginning and uh, her yeah. entrance and her one-on-one -on -one time with him. Love her for sure. Like you said, to be the first of anything is, is pretty cool. And, you know, she's the first hearing impaired person on the show and, um, you know, there have cochlear, been a lot of people. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, cochlear implants are so, I mean, science, there's so many amazing science uh, things with science that, you know, you just go do a breaking bag. You're like, yeah, science. Well, cochlear implants are incredible. Like you ever need a good cry, just like type in a YouTube like cochlear for. Oh my god! It just, I know. Just te especially like tears when they're it. when it's like a kid or like a baby. Yeah, like watch watch this kid hear his mother's voice for the first time. Like oh my god! <laughs> and so for her to to normalize that, like those people obviously are all going to grow up and they're going to have these these implants that allow them to hear. Um, and in her case, still she she does still read lips, which is incredible. Um, mm -hmm. But just the whole, I think both of them just laying it right out on the table, uh, putting their heart on their sleeves on you know hour four or whatever it is of the night is something yeah. that you don't always get a lot of with this show. Yeah, it was, and uh, and to learn that her sister is also deaf too, like what a story. Yeah, <laughs> I'm a it's, big fan incredible and uh you know 
we we've got our first actual kiss because I don't count the whatever the hell the lady in the tramp yeah. was. I, well, that should not yeah. be. A kiss. <laughs> it was one of those situations where seemed 50 50. You know, it wasn't just. <laughs> yeah, he might have taken the lead a little exactly. bit, but it, it wasn't a like, stolen kiss. Yeah, and he also wasn't like kissing, going around kissing all night. Like that was really it. And, um, like he was actually sitting and listening, listening to mostly good conversation <laughs> um, that these girls were having. Yeah, and for him to stop right away, like so they had their moment, and he's like, "I don't have to talk to anyone else." Mm-hmm. You know, he just because at first I wasn't totally sure. I thought like their time was over, and yeah. like, okay, I'm going to get the rose, and I'm like, "Oh God, please don't give it to Victoria. I will, <laughs> like, please, like, you've done so yeah. well." Don't don't he ruin still, this. He still needs to um, win over a lot of people, so they weren't going <laughs> to let that happen. And he he just went right back to Abigail, who who just you know he clearly said like, "Hey, I'll be right back." Um, and it just seemed like such a, such a genuine moment, like natural. When we, yeah, when it just in a show that I think to its core can be a very make us all very jaded because of what it is. I, it yeah. just, it was such a cool moment and, um, just real. Yeah. And we don't get it for reality or not. We don't get a lot of those. So I was like, that's cool. Like she seems like she seems cool. Like just cool all the way around. Yeah. Love it. I only wonder how long before someone like Victoria, if she's around as long, because we have seen like, clearly she has problems with Sarah. Cause like telling her Sarah sucks. Yeah. But I wonder how long it, it is before she, she takes someone like Abigail, you know, seen as a front runner and decide to sort of put her in her crosshairs. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I hope Abigail's around for a while and I hope Victoria is not, but I'm sure we'll have Victoria for a good amount of time. Because no one else, yeah, I mean, there were a couple people who complained, um, was it Mari or someone complained, obviously, about getting hit with the vibrator, but I don't think that's, you you want to cause trouble over that, that's fine. So I didn't really pick up any of these women thinking, like, oh, they're a clear potential villain, either post-Victoria or with Victoria. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, it's, they honestly, like, most, most of them, obviously, some people you know, sticking out, but a lot of them just seemed like the same person <laughs> a lot of the time. And like, <laughs> I hate to say it, but it's just like, not a lot of people stood out for me. I was just like, who am I watching now? Like, I have no idea. I mean, it's so hard to, to concentrate. Oh, I will say maybe Kit, because Kit's another one who like Victoria, you know why she's there. Yes. Well, come I think from she's, a big background. So. Yeah, because she's, she's what? She's like 21 or something. So she, I think she's the youngest person there. Yes, she um, is. And Cynthia she, Rowley's daughter. So I don't you know. Explain you know. to me who that is. I have no idea who that is. A very famous fashion designer. Yeah. So, I mean, thankfully no one can see, but I'm wearing a, a chief sweatshirt and like a 50-year-old Mets hat. So I'm not on the, the cutting edge not of fashion. Not by Cynthia Rowley. <laughs> right, her. That, that person that I definitely have heard of before today. Yeah. Um, so she's 21 and she wants to be a fashion designer herself, which that now makes even more sense. Mm-hmm. So we know why she's there. Again, yeah. she wants to 
become even more famous so that she can sell her whatever she's going to design. Yeah. Totally fine. We're all there for that. But I could see her, she has some villain, villainess. Potential. <laughs> potential there. I mean, she wasn't necessarily berating people the same way Victoria was, but I could definitely see, especially as she's trying oh, to. Yeah, she definitely has that side of her. Yeah, I mean, definitely trying to, she's someone who will try to make things about her. And that's okay, like, depending mm -hmm. on how you do it and how how unbearable you get. I think that I think that's okay. Yep, we all need some of those characters. So, because I'm looking at this list, 24, is that correct? Our left? Yes. So, out of 24, maybe I could tell you who five of them are? Yeah, I, I would say the same. So listen, uh, like I said, I, I liked Abigail, I liked Sarah, and yeah. uh, oh, I like Chelsea, but we haven't gotten to hear a lot from Chelsea. So uh, mm -hmm. that's that's clearly just a uh, the way she carried herself vote for me. Yeah. Um, Kayla. So oh, and Kayla, because Kayla did connect with him on a, a specific level of the sweet tea toast. I thought was awesome. Yeah. We never talked about um, Kylie walking in um, without a dress on. Oh, how did I? Thank you. And how are you the one bringing that up and not me? So this was very, know. this was very divisive in my household. Um, so what was your reaction when this happened? Obviously, like, I didn't think it was necessary, but she stood out. So like, good job, I guess. <laughs> I mean, it was definitely a good icebreaker. <laughs> Listen, not something I, I, I not something I would have said to go and do, but um, she definitely left a lasting impression. I think I liked it. I thought, uh, and not in just a like. <laughs> she had a robe on. It's not like she was naked, barely. Um, but like you said, it it made her stand out, and I like the idea of it's not just hey, I'm walking up here in my underwear, even though that's what she was doing, but it's, you get to pick my, my dress. Now, could she have done that wearing more? Absolutely. Yeah. Could Would she have not done it at all? Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. No, but I, I think it was, yeah, it wasn't like she, she just wore that and went to meet her and then meet him and went inside. Like at least she made it a whole thing. Yeah, you get to pick which dress you like. I thought it was cool. I was yeah, I was outvoted in my not house. Like one of my favorite entrances, but no, no, I was <laughs> the uh, it was not a unanimous decision in this household. Let me just say, yeah, that. I, I wouldn't not think that. Yeah, I was like, wow, that's great, and I got this look like, are you sure? <laughs> are you sure it's great, Ryan? Maybe not, and by great, no, I mean actually, no, it's not <laughs> awful. She shouldn't have done that. Um, I don't yeah, know. Yeah. So that's uh, the fact that you had to bring that up. That's fantastic. Yeah. Um, was there any other glaring ones that I missed? Because that's that's pretty incredible. The, I mean, I hated the goat shoes. Oh like, God! Like those were like terrifying. Well, especially since I didn't think they looked like goat shoes. Yeah, it was just. And I don't think I, we I need mean, to talk well, about what I, we think it looked like. I think her name was Sana, like Sarah yeah. with an N. Yes. With an well, right there, I think. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, I did not like that. Shocking that the goat shoes didn't make the cut. Yeah, shocking. I don't think so. The only other thing for me was Corinne. Alicia the ballerina. Alicia the ballerina, which is awesome. Um, But for me, it was Corinne. You're Massachusetts, but, you know, Massachusetts, Connecticut. We had a Connecticut person. And, mm-hmm. and she doesn't she doesn't make the cut. I know. She was not she, around for long. Matt Munson. Matt Munson, she is not. Our buddy Matt, who made it all the way to what top five or whatever. Yeah. She gets the boot on night one. So if you're gonna go That's on the show, good. people Connecticut needs to redeem themselves. So hopefully in the next uh the next round, whoever's from Connecticut gets gets a talking to from our boy Matt. We're gonna have to connect them because yeah. Corinne. No bueno. Not good uh, for Connecticut. And so I believe I have this right. Corinne, did Alicia go home? Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, Carolyn, Cassandra, Kimberly, Maggie? Maggie stayed, didn't you? Oh, good. Yeah. I, I hope so. So I have Alicia, Amber, because oh, yeah. I had I had to look it up because who knew any of these people? Yeah, I spelled, so my, uh, my autocorrect made it into Maggie. So that's oh, okay. why. So Alicia, Amber, Carolyn... Cassandra, Corinne, Imani, ah, Kimberly, and Santa. Santa. My phone apparently thinks that it should be Maggie, like like Maggie Simpson. Yeah. So this episode, because of Matt, um, was near perfect. But this is where it was like almost got there. At the end, he's doing the cheers, and it's like, okay, everybody, we're gonna get. You're gonna have to get in your gym clothes because we're gonna go run a half marathon. <laughs> And I'm just jumping up. Oh my God, this is the best end of the first night ever. Oh, just kidding. Oh. I don't think anyone thought it was funny. <laughs> because can you imagine these women? And it, it would be the same way, I think, you know, even with the, the dudes who, you know, want to show how tough they are. You know, you're in your, your best dress or best suit. And then the star is like, oh, by the way, you have to go run 13 miles. Wait. Oh what? my God. It would have. You want to talk about? <laughs> you want to talk about thinning out the herd right away? Be like, uh, never. I think you made a mistake by giving me this rose. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm exiting the bubble. Bye. Uh, I don't think so. Thanks. That would have been that. That would have the only thing I would have really wanted to see to to take this this episode to the next level. Yeah. No. I don't think a lot of people would appreciate that. So. Every season, we end up picking teams, and pretty much uh, like fantasy teams. And every season, Katie wins because not every she, season, most the like, yeah, the more the heavy majority, ninety-eight percent. Sure, it, 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 yeah, it's like an I demand a recount level. Like you're, you just keep winning. So, um, last time around, I just literally wrote names randomly and had Katie pick numbers. Guess what? Katie won anyways. So great. This uh, well, we both won actually. Well, I, I don't we count did it that way because we already knew Dale was like, that wasn't <laughs> even like a secret spoiler. Like that was just everywhere. So, so and you did it with Dale and yes. I did it with Zach. So we both won. Right. So, well, nobody won with the first half of that season. So That's I don't know true. that I can run through. So I thought, First of all, before telling you how, because that would sort of ruin this, I want you to say to pick odds or evens. Oh, evens. Okay. So 
We're going to go the order that the roses were handed out. You okay. get the even numbers. I get the odd numbers. We go from there. Okay. How about that? Sounds good. And you know what's going to happen? Katie's going to win again. <laughs> because no matter we what I draw, <laughs> whatever I draw up, because that was the other thing. So you'd win a few seasons and people were like, oh, well, maybe she knows what happens. We don't look at what happens. But so then I figure, well, let's, it's literally a flip of the coin and she still wins the coin flip. Like, I, <laughs> incredible. I just. It's just luck. It is luck. I, I, I bet. Um, the Bachelor universe just loves you. What can we say? It's just a special, I'm just a special member of the nation. You are. And uh, I'm glad that these these episodes are back on Mondays. Tuesdays just didn't feel right. Mm -mm. Tuesday so. it, Tuesday episodes were such a 2020 thing. <laughs> <laughs> so we're back on Bachelor Monday. It's very exciting. Um, at Bachelor Podcast on all socials. You can tell us how much you love Matt James. And if you don't like him, go away. Because he's the yeah, best. Yeah, don't listen to us. Yeah, uh, unless next week he ends up sucking, and then we'll have to go back yeah. and say how bad he is. But because listen, I thought Claire was going to be good too, and we saw how that went. Yeah, so. we all thought that. <laughs> um, so we'll She's be back again. Yeah, next week hopefully with Matt still being being not Claire. And uh, so Katie, thank you for uh, for all of your insight as always. Oh, thank you. And we will see you next week. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.